Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Now available on Apple Podcasts, Podcast One, Spotify, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. So how do you banish high rates on car insurance? You just switch to Geico during Geicoween. <laughs> October is their favorite time of year, and the folks at Geico have been working extra hard to cast out high rates and craft just the right policy for you and your family. See, switching to Geico isn't so scary. Especially when they can brew up some spellbinding savings just for you. So how can I get a quote? Just go to Geico.com and see just how much they could save you. No, I have new needed. Happy, Happy Geicoween, everyone. <laughs> I love Geico. All right, Jake, we are ready to get dark with this next one. Yes, because we have on someone dark in a goth way. Welcome to Sus, Share Your Scare, where we talk to different people and hear their stories of survival, the paranormal, and all things sus. I'm your host, Brennan Taylor, and I'm with my brother, Jake. What's up? And today we have on the goth king of YouTube, Jake Weber. He's the the goth version of me. (laughs) Bro, this guy is an absolute legend, man. How have you been, bro? I've been great, man. I'm just chilling, trying Good. to get through quarantine. I feel that, man. I really do feel that. Where, where are you from originally, by the way? Kansas. Kansas. You're a Kansas boy. Yeah, like Cornfield, Kansas. It took me 15 minutes to get to Walmart. Really? Wow. Yeah. So you were like, driving through cornfields. How far was like the nearest hospital? Like in case you had like an emergency, how would you like? Like 20 minutes. Oh my god, that's like life or death right there. Well, I had like a little town of like a thousand people, wow. and then it takes 20 minutes to get into the real wow. town through cornfields. Was your first car a tractor? I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, dude, at my school, bro, they used to have once a year drive your... <laughs> the they, tractor day, yeah? Yeah, they used to have once no a year way. drive a tractor to school day. That was actually like a day at school? Well, drive a lawnmower. What? <laughs> yeah. That's what it was. That's it was a lawnmower. Crazy. I had a friend that's in high school now that I've like worked out with before, and he told me the same thing. Yeah, that's bro, crazy. no one believes me, What bro. did you drive that day? My car, bro. Oh. <laughs> I'm not driving a lawnmower, bro. Was there, like, a bunch of people there with, like, lawnmowers and tractors? Yeah, bro. They go crazy, bro. They have, like, souped-up engines and stuff. (laughs) They're, like, super country, bro. What was it like growing up there? Like, like, what was your normal day-to-day thing? Dude, like, I loved Justin Bieber growing up. Uh And he inspired me to wear, like, skinny jeans and stuff. And, like, everyone around me was wearing cut-off flannels. Yeah. And, like... So they probably Bass Pro Shop hats, you know what I'm saying? And they, yeah, they looked at me like, dude, what? this guy cares about what he looks like? Oh, what the man. f***? Yeah. <laughs> and that's Bass Pro hats before it became cool in LA. Right. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> for sure, for sure. Jake was like, I've been on that wave way <laughs> longer than you guys. So, like, when, when being in Kansas, what did you do for fun out there? Damn, dude, I was, like, 15 years old, and I would just meet up with my friends, and we'd vape in my car. <laughs> Damn. So it. nothing's changed. None- <laughs> <laughs> so w- when, did you, when did you come out to L.A. officially? About three years ago. Three years ago. Yeah. And you didn't even come out for, like, for social media. You came for school, right? Yeah, I came out for college. Yeah, where were you going? I was going to... That didn't last very long. (laughs) (laughs) Columbia College. Columbia College, Hollywood. And what were you you trying to study there? Dude, I was trying to study, like, editing, filming, all that. And I actually learned a lot. Like, sometimes I'm like, damn, I kind of want to go back to college. I thought that, too, a couple times. I feel like now that we're older, you kind of want to go back because, like, you can find, like, you want to do the subjects that you want to do, not, like, the things you're forced to do. No, yeah, I don't want to do, like, math and science. But, like, I want to understand, like, how some people get, like, crispy clear like camera focus right. and stuff like, that. <laughs> like i'm trying to find that stuff out too yeah and I, and I remember you started you started like your social media journey on vine right yeah that was it yeah i remember yeah. this guy was like the popping guy on vine at the time like i was just barely starting off and jake was big i think when i first ever saw you you had like 400k 300k and i had like 20k at the time really yeah i was like way <laughs> small damn and you were already big because i remember you joined like the collab channel you were at the collab channel with david dobrik yeah, yeah. Not that many people know that. I remember that. Yeah. I remember seeing who else was in that. Dude, I, Jack, was that? Jack Dietrich. Yeah, what was that other kid's name? Ben? Bren. Uh, Bren. Bren Lund. Bren Lund. Yeah. Wow. yeah. And then oh, I man. read somewhere that you did something with like MagCon, right? Or is that it was like, like it was like the second MagCon. It was like they tried to like make a whole new MagCon. It was like a fail about you know. Really? How did I, it go? It was called MagCon Next, uh-huh. and there was no original members except Sam Podorf. Oh. And like, but Jake Paul was on it. Really? Yeah. That's funny. What, what yeah. was Mancon next like, especially during the Vine era? Because I was not even popping really like at that time. So, 
you were way bigger at that time. What was it like? Was it like crazy, like fans and what? I mean, like it was, uh, it was a lot of people, but it's just like, dude, I was like literally shitting my pants, really? like walking up to like, like seeing all like the bigger creators, bro. Because since I'm from Kansas, I've never seen yeah. anyone, bro. And like I remember the first time, like I got there, like I was like on the tour bus, like and I walked on for the first time, and Sam Porter was like, "You want the rest of my lunchable?" And I was like <laughs> literally like sweating, like holy. <laughs> That's Sam Porto. <laughs> That's so That's funny. funny. How long did Manicon Next last? Dude, that was like the only tour. <laughs> it was just well, a one time. How many stops was the tour? Ah, like I don't know. I have no idea. Maybe wow. twenty, I guess. Oh crap. Yeah. And then and then what happened from Manicon after that happened? Like what where was your journey in life? Like, I don't Mac remember, bro. I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so let's skip past Vine, right? Vine died. It's over. R.I.P. Mm. to our starting point because we have to give appreciation to it. You rest know? up. Rest, rest up. Rest easy. Hope you're chilling up there with Kick and Keek and all those other apps that died off. So now you're, you're a YouTuber. Yeah, I yes, did some sir. research. Your first video ever was called The Ghost Pepper Gummy Bear Prank on Sister. Ooh. Yes, sir. You remember yes, sir. that? Yeah, I've been, I mean, I've been <laughs> uploading videos since I was like eight. They're just all deleted. Really? Oh. Yeah, yeah. And it's on the same channel that you're using now? No. Oh, okay. Like, I, I made so many accounts. Were you always, like, like as a young, young lad, were you always into being on, like, in front of camera and stuff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, like, I've always wanted to be someone on camera. Really? Yeah. Did you ever have the thought, like, especially in Kansas, like, wanting to, to be famous? Like, was that ever your thought? Process? Yeah. No, I mean, like... My grades were always terrible, uh-huh. but it's like I have like pretty bad ADHD, so it's like I could literally be paying attention to the teacher the entire time, not focusing on anything else, and like my mind like won't pick up anything. Yeah, exactly. same. We used same. to have to have the teacher that would follow you around, like a little like the the special education teacher that yeah. would come in and make sure we were figuring stuff out. Yeah. I was supposed to be in. It's called the resource room at my yeah. school. Yeah, was, we were in that. I was supposed to be in that, <laughs> yeah. bro. But they're like, you have to fill out the, all these papers. I never got to it. Yeah, um, my ass would read like a book, and I'd read the same line like six times before yeah. I realized like I'm still reading the same thing. Right? No, yeah. yeah, for sure. That's one of the reasons why I can't really read. Right? I mean, I can read. Don't get me wrong, but like, I can't like <laughs> stick to a book because I'll read the whole page and just be like, "What did I just read?" Right? Yeah, but, but do you feel that same way like doing stuff that you love? Like, editing no, 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 or, I love like, it. I, I love doing what I do. You know, yeah. it's like well, I, I like brought that up because. Uh, like ever since I was little, like I was so bad at school, but my yeah. parents were like, "Oh, but he's so creative, though, so something's gonna work out." Right? Because you know, yeah, terrible at school, but it's like I'm probably better at you know editing a video than the kid to my left, yeah, or something like that, or thinking up an idea. Is editing your main like main love, or is it now social media? Like, what is it? What do you want to do? What was your dream, and what Man. is your dream now? Um. Okay. So I really. I honestly could be like an editor more really? than being in the video. I well also thinking of ideas. Yeah. So it's like I I love like I love tackling ideas and I love editing. Like I I mean I like to be in the video too. Yeah. But it's like I I feel like like editing is what makes the video. Yeah. No, definitely. And your editing is crazy. It definitely does make the video. So how did you get involved with the house that you live in now? Like how did this all form? So when I was in Kansas, Sam called me and he said that someone was moving out of the house. And that was around the same time. Like, that was literally right when I was booking a dorm. Oh. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I'm so down. I was literally like shitting my pants. I like walked up to my dad and he was like sleeping. I was like, dad, literally Sam just called me and said that they could move me in. And I was freaking out. Yeah, because that's a big opportunity. If you guys aren't familiar, he's talking about Sam and Colby, uh, that house, the trap house. Um, but that was like that's probably like a huge opportunity because that, that 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 was the old trap house and like they were yeah. popping during this time. Yeah, right? and and like dude, I had like uh, 20k on YouTube and everyone was getting like millions per video. Uh-huh. So it's like you know, it's he pretty much called me like a guarantee to like literally blow up on wow. YouTube. You know, so I was like, oh my god, like you had to take that opportunity. Yeah, oh yeah, like you would have been dumb to stay in school. <laughs> yeah, I don't well, I say finished. That, but... I finished my semester. Oh, you did? Yeah. And okay. I actually learned a lot from it, which is really cool. That's why I want to go back because it was only it was only video. Oh, so it's just like what yeah. you love to do. Yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. What is the content you're making now? The content I'm making now. Yeah. Oh, it's so all over the place. It's so all over the place. But you know, I, I'm I'm trying to find a shtick. Yeah. Because I think shticks like usually are like 
you know, what a lot of people love right, to you watch. Got, you, that's the thing about YouTube. You really have to try to find one thing and then kind of stick to it. Like, people say be consistent, but, like, it's – you got to be consistent, but you also got to have a thing, you know, yeah. to really grow and keep going because people don't want to, like – sometimes won't click on a video that you spent hours and hours doing. Yeah. No, for sure. And it's like if you do random videos all the time, it's like, you know, they'll watch it. But it's like if you do one video that they're, like, obsessed with and you do, like, the next one that's, like, the same thing, it's like you're going to get, like – a devoted audience that would love like following that idea yeah and and you live in a house full of people who love to do scary videos and stuff D- did you have an interest in that before or was that kind of something that you just stumbled into i'm kind of just chilling dude like if i in 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 the videos man like i'm always the one that's like super chill about yeah. everything. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like i like i'm a skeptic so like i always like you know think twice about everything yeah of course you know so that's that's kind of like my vibe in the videos. Nice, nice, nice. And do you do you ever feel like when you're at these places that maybe you shouldn't have gone to these places? No. Now you're always just chilling in them. No, yeah, I have, I, I have, I do not care at all. Really? Like I will, I will go wherever. Like really? I almost sold my soul in a video. Yeah, what's up with that, man? You really, you are like the guy that just doesn't give a <laughs> shit. Because I just anything. don't give a shit. <laughs> but do you ever feel like there comes a point where you're like, you got to start giving a shit? No. <laughs> <laughs> you are a savage, man. Okay, so what do you plan on doing like for the for the rest of your life? Like you know, you can't be just doing random videos for the Honestly, rest of your life. dude, like dream job director. Director. Yeah. Oh shoot. What kind of movies would you be directing? Dude, have you ever seen like Dude Where's My Car? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that, that fits you, man. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, like stupid comedy, like scary movie too. Yeah. Scary movie three. Like, like, oh, remember like, scary movie when the little kid they're like, Yeah, his pee pee got cut off, so they sewed it on upside down, so when he pees it goes up. <laughs> <laughs> or or in the dude where's my car movie when they get the tattoo on the back. Yeah. yeah. Like, what does mine say? Dude, what does mine say? I love that <laughs> dude, movie. Bro. That's so good. Oh, we need to rewatch that. It's man, so good. I seen that no, movie. yeah, it's so funny time. especially if you're a high watch <laughs> <laughs> so you uh you get high <laughs> i mean like you know occasionally yeah not a stoner what is like the craziest thing you've done man like ever yeah dang define like done like uh, as in like i purposely did it yeah like, <laughs> like you knew what you were getting into but you did it anyway because okay, like, you just don't care Cause I was about to say, like, I got hit by a car one time, but I didn't mean to get hit by a car. What? <laughs> what? I need a story yeah. time. Do you need one? Yeah, okay. bro. You can't just say I got hit by a car and not tell us how it happened. Bro, it's like the weirdest story ever. It's so hard to explain. Okay. But like, I was walking with my friend down the street and like two kids from our school pulled up in a car and like they stopped behind our feet. And I turned around and like, I knew them. They're like, you know, I was like a freshman. Yeah. And I was like. You know, I was messing with them, and they're, like, laughing and stuff. And I, like, I, like, put my knee, like, on the hood and, like, bent over and, like, waved to them. And then they, like, started driving. What? As in, like, they wanted me to ride on the hood. Because they've done that, like, multiple times before. I've, I've One time I, like, walked outside my house, and I saw one of those motherfuckers riding on the hood just sitting there, like. <laughs> I swear. And, like, I was on the car, bro, and, like, I was freaking out. How fast were they going? Like, 30. What? And then, like, they hit the brakes too fast, and I flew off. Like, went boom, 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 boom oh, in the asphalt. And then, literally, I felt the car, like, they were still stopping it. And then, like, the front of the car, like, I was under the front of the car no when they way. fully stopped it. And, like, my arm was, like, touching the tire. Holy crap. That sounds just about so, Kansas to me, man. I flew off their car unintentionally didn't even want to be on it and they almost ran me over oh my god and then what happened after like what did you say something or? well like i literally was so scared to just like make a movement because like i just didn't want to feel anything broken so yeah. i was like laying there and i was like okay here we go i was about to push myself up and i could so that was good but then like i looked at my arm and my entire arm like my flesh is just shredded oh like it god. looks so healed right now because like yeah. i got like the best you know like burn heels and all that but my whole back was like just like um, you know, road rash, sp- yeah, yeah, road rash, like so bad because it was on asphalt. Oh shit! Yeah, you can't really see it, like, but like, it was. I have up. pictures. I have pictures. Oh my oh, god! Gnarly. It was bad. Dude. I didn't, I couldn't walk for a week. Really? Yeah. And like these guys were your friends? <laughs> no. Oh, they just do random. Do, like... no, I barely knew them. Oh, They're from my school, and, and like it's like, shit. yeah, it's like if I was in the same class as them, if they like you know were doing some stupid stuff, like I'd laugh. You Did know? they ever say anything afterwards about it? 
Um, no, like I, I just didn't want to talk to anyone after because like all people did was they wanted to ask me about yeah. it. And like it was so traumatic for me that it's like I didn't even want to talk about it. Like it was traumatic. Jeez. And like yeah. the most messed up part was I went up to the cops and they like they said, well, if you're going to try to press charges, we're going to give you a ticket for writing on it. No what? way. Yeah, I was like, I did not want to ride on their car. Yeah, I was holding on for dear life. Yeah. Wow. That, okay, that, that wasn't what I was expecting. No, no, to be. <laughs> yeah. Damn, man. Okay, so so you got hit by a car. That, yeah. That's something else. I got hit by a car for a YouTube video, but it was never like, like actually like that. It was more just like a little bump. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you really took that to the next level. It was terrible. Yeah. Do you feel that? The way that you, you know, the way that you carry yourself with not giving a shit about anything, do you think that that is ultimately going to be like a bad decision? Well, it's not, it's not the, uh, you know, there's like a pretty big spectrum of not caring. I feel like you're the type of guy, I don't know this, I'm, I'm assuming here, yeah, but yeah, I feel yeah. like you're the type of guy to be like, hey, someone at a party goes, hey, drink this, and you're just going to drink it. You're not going to question it. Well, if there's a camera in my face. Right. So you, <laughs> there's a camera, right? Uh, like, and it's, it's more of in the sense of like, you know, it's like, obviously, you know, I care. Yeah. But it's like things like, I don't know. It's like I always keep like an open mind. And it's like if someone asks me to go somewhere to eat, you know, like, yeah. I don't care. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's it's like, like yeah, I just like. That's, I hate those people, and man. I just, I like, just like, choose somewhere. Where do you want to eat, damn it? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just like the idea of, like, I just, I want to do what I want. You yeah. know, and I don't want anyone to tell me, like, what to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So were you were you always like because um, I know that you're you got like this this sick style I like your style man it looks Thanks, really dope man. I feel like Thanks. you're a, you're gonna be a future fashion icon hey. there you go um what like what inspired it did you were you always like this back in because I know you said you wear skinny jeans but like was it to this extent so when I was like in like like I said earlier when I was in sixth grade I started wearing skinny jeans mm-hmm. and I like wanted to dress like Justin Bieber mm-hmm. and then as I you know I went I went through the emo phase that everyone went to and like. Yeah eighth grade yeah but i all like I, I i actually switched up from it because like like so many people hated on me really and then i started whenever i started youtube again and doing vine and stuff then i kind of was like bringing on that style again and it was getting there and then i was really happy moving out to la because it's kind of like where you could dress however you want and mm-hmm. people will praise it yeah instead of hating on it right you're, you know? you're just more accepted to do anything in la because yeah. people do crazier things and then <laughs> did you ever get like bullied at, in kansas yeah really yeah what, for sure. Was it just from, like, your outfits or ever from Vine or what was it from? Both. Really? Both. How I dress and, like, how I dress and me doing social media. Yeah. Like, dude, I at my own school, like, no one just, like, really talked to me. Like, someone would say, like, a little comment here and there. Uh-huh. But then I got a friend that, like, partied throughout the whole city. Mm-hmm. So I would go with him to parties and there would be these country-ass motherfuckers. <laughs> that will walk up to me and they'll be like you think you do real work i work with my hands and he'll he literally had like dirt on his hands at a party yeah yeah he's like he's like you're just on your phone and you're you're making these little videos i'm out here actually working working on wood and stuff you know what i'm saying like like, cool (laughs) yeah i'm like okay they're like these like you know like very hick like countrymen and they're they're just i just make them mad damn you know and did you ever have to like defend yourself like with did everyone ever want to fight you because one time i got yeah. bullied back in, in middle school and a prison threw me in a dumpster like not even <laughs> like joking damn dude that's literally like a 90s like, movie like in a movie yeah. bro it, they, there was a group of them and it was literally like this bro i was in the locker room and they would push me like in between them all and then at one point they threw me into like a dumpster and it was kind of sucky but yeah. i got past that did anything like that ever happen or was it not never physical um one time i was just walking the hall and a kid pushed me from the back Damn. He just shoved me to the ground, and I got up, and I was like, why did you do that? And he just like looked at me like he wanted to keep fighting, and I just walked away. Yeah, see, that's what the thing with with social media now versus like when we came up, it was because when we came up, like there was really no one coming up, so like people didn't understand it, and they were kind of more like against it. They were always rude, because I remember like when I started social media, I was taking like selfies, and people would always call me names because I take selfies, but I was yeah. like, I'm getting paid to do this. Like, you're, you're hating, you know? Yeah. And like now, people could be like famous, like are blowing up on these apps in school and be like praised rather than made fun of. Yeah, I've even seen teachers like doing TikToks and, and stuff now. Yeah. Like with their students, like organizing we the whole We had to go thing. through the struggle. Right. We had to go yeah. through the we struggle. We ran so they can walk. Right. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's crazy. And they're, the age, they're just getting younger and younger. Do you right. know? It's crazy. Do, do Wait, you, we barely even had phones in high school. Oh, at least I did. You know, like I was like 11th grade I had, before I got I had phone. a flip phone in 8th grade. I had yeah. I had one of those Razors, the Motorola Razors. I had a sidekick. Yeah. Oh, I, I, never, I could never get a sidekick. I could see you having a sidekick right now, falling it out and be like, look at my hey. phone. <laughs> no, they, they, those need to come back. Right? Jake would be the first one. <laughs> it's October. And that means it's Geico-ween. Don't let your savings disappear. Speaking of Geico-ween, we've got some of our own paranormal scary stories to share and our friends at Geico have sponsored this special Geicoween segment for October. Jake, do you remember when we went to Italy and yeah. we paid a random guy on a boat to drive us to a abandoned island in which they used to bury dead plagued bodies and their bones still wash up on shore? Yeah, why did we do that? <laughs> for the content. You guys, we went to this island called Povilia Island. It's a banned island in Venice, Italy and supposedly like the ground and Everything is just dead there because of all the dead, plagued bodies that were in the ground. So we we went to this island, and oh my god, I literally kid you not, I thought for a second we were being um, framed. I thought you yeah. know we were being framed by the Italy government because we were in there and we started seeing some really weird things and hearing some really weird uh, noises on this island that we really didn't feel like we were alone. No, we saw smoke coming up. We saw a physical, physically saw smoke coming up from a, a little bit of a distance and that's what made me think like we are being set up on this island but not to mention all the noises that we heard throughout this island which made me feel like we weren't alone and the information about this island there was a lot of tortured souls on this island yeah and their buildings i remember walking into the buildings and feeling like oh there was God. something there with us and then hearing a noise from like the other side yeah it's it, crazy it was like it wasn't in like any other kind of presence that we felt on a paranormal investigation it was more of a very like dark tortured souls that were there it felt like it felt like i was kind of captive in this place and i, I really feel like i needed to leave and it was the weirdest thing because we only really had an hour an hour and a half on this island yeah. Before the guy was going to leave us. And keep in mind, this was like 10 miles off of like near Venice, Italy. So it was far. <laughs> like there was no way we were going to paddle back. Like we were stuck there if yeah. we got stuck No there. one was going to come to save us no if this one. guy was not there. Like we, we weren't even supposed to be on this island because it's a banned island. So yeah. we were not only like breaking the law of Italy by being there, but we had to en- endure the scariest probably island I've ever been on. And I, I still to this day remember when we went into like the back part, it was almost like it felt like a courtyard in a way. And I remember walking through the buildings and hearing like twigs breaking behind us as yeah. if something was following us around this whole island because we couldn't even see the whole island. We got to see probably a quarter of this island before, you know, uh, we had to leave. But I felt like something was following us there. And what's even crazier is they, they said that there's bones still like yeah, around the that, place. that wash up on shore. Like I won't be going back. No. And I recommend if you're in Italy, do not go to this place because nope. it, it's, it's not a good time. I know it sounds like a great time, but it's not. Trust me. One of the scariest moments that I had to deal with. But you know what's really scary? What? Seeing just how much you could be saving on car insurance by switching to Geico? It's almost as scary as that homemade elf costume your mom made you wear in junior high school. No, Geico can't erase the memory of you tripping down the hallway in an oversized pointy shoes, but they could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Stop waking up at night in a cold sweat wondering what happened to that green onesie. Just switch to Geico and save. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Well, listen, man, the name of this show is Share Your Scare. So I want to know, what is your scariest experience? Dang, man. Like, honestly, one time my dad accidentally left me at Walmart. (laughs) (laughs) How does that happen? I started laughing at your scare, I was like, at my, like, we took a trip to my grandma's house Uh and, like, all of our cousins were there. And my dad, like, went to Walmart and he had a van and he, like, took, like, five of the other kids there. And we all went to Walmart, and after after we like the, after we got done shopping, like uh-huh. I, I saw one of those like little arcade games, you know, yeah. like with, where you sit in it and you put a quarter and it starts moving. And I went to sit in it, and I was just like looking around, like, oh, this is so cool, you know. Yeah. And then I like I looked out, no one was there. <laughs> oh my god! How old were you? Like, like probably like eight. Oh my god, dude! I remember back when I was a kid, and I'd get like I'd lose my mom in the market, oh, and terrible. I was just like, "Mom, mom!" Like screaming there. I can only imagine. If Bro, she it was left so me. weird. It's like they disappeared. You go down every aisle, and they're not there. Yeah, damn. Makes no sense. But yeah, my 
my uh since there were so many kids like my dad like lost track and like no other kid said i wasn't there i guess they didn't give a f- about me. <laughs> wait so how many are these kids your siblings or do you have siblings cousins 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 yeah because we were at my grandma's house oh. yeah. and your dad didn't even realize that you weren't there either. no he got to the house until he realized bro i was they were like mr weber please report to the resolution center <laughs> <laughs> And then, so what happened? Like, did he end up, like, He came back. back. Yeah. I just got to walk home. He came back. I was very, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you were hitchhiking home <laughs> through the cornfields. Yeah. yeah. Damn. So, okay, so, that, so that's your scariest moment. What's your scariest moment that you have on, uh, on camera? Because you've gone to a lot of places, and I feel like you got to have something, something on camera that maybe we can check out for reference. Dude, it was probably whenever I was trying to sell my soul. How did this happen? Okay, so I never was intentionally trying to do it. I was, like, waiting for something to happen so I didn't have to. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because, like, it's like... What, what I, I didn't have any intention of selling my soul for anything. I just, like, wasn't a firm believer in selling your soul that it's actually a thing. How do you even sell your soul? Yeah, yeah, I'll let you know. Okay. One second, one second. Okay, go ahead. So, like... I just, like, think that, like, whenever someone says, like, you know, whenever someone says, like, you sold your soul to the devil, mm-hmm. I think devil actually means, like, the industry. Like, you sell, right. you sell your soul to the industry. Like, they basically own you. And so I never thought of it as the actual devil. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it's like, oh, I'll make a video and say that because it's like, oh, that's something I could do that someone else wouldn't. Yeah. But I looked it up and selling your soul, you get a box and you get, like, a, you get, like, a black cat fang or something like that some kind of animal fang and a picture of yourself and graveyard dirt and i think that's it there might be more but you take it to a crossroad and when you bury it at the crossroad the devil will come up oh wait and you did all this so you got a fang yeah what fang what kind of fang did you get i think it's a black cat uh black cat paw or a black cat uh thing yeah i'm not sure wow okay so walk me through this you went to the crossroad where did you go? this is how it happened like in la right yeah okay so where did you go exactly to i do went this? to griffith park okay yeah because because it had to be like a dirt crossroad okay so i could bury it so what happened what time was this what walk me i want to know everything so i went at night and uh, around what time like ish like middle of the night or uh it was like yeah probably like 10 11 okay. 12 around there but, you know, I never actually want to do it because it's like even though, like, I'm not a firm believer in that, well, I would always have an open book. So I'm not right. going to say it's not true. So if I do it, I don't want to get screwed over. Yeah. So it's like I'm better off just not doing that. Yeah. So I was going in with the intention of doing it, but maybe something would stop me. Uh-huh. So when I got there, I, like, set the box and uh, I buried it. And I was like, oh, God. Well, I actually didn't bury it yet. I set the box down. And I think I might have taken it back to the car because I think I might have forgotten something. Uh-huh. But as I was walking back, I heard footsteps that were like, ch, ch, really? Ch, 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 ch. And I was like, oh my God, that's the motherfucking devil. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man, I got chills. But they were, it was, and it's like on the video, like, and I didn't even know if I picked it up. Yeah. But it's like, it was terrifying. I think I was with my brother. But it was loud and it was like slow walking and it was just closer to the middle. And I was like, oh, my God, like I'm like one that I don't usually believe in anything. And this is like happening right now. You know, I was like actually freaking out, which I never do in any videos. It was so scary. And then all of a sudden, a ranger from the park came up and said, you need to go now. Go now. Leave. Wow. So that was your sign. So I think that that was the devil meeting me. And then like the good team, the angel or whatever says go now because the whole time no one came up but after the footsteps started coming then someone said go wow like they like said it from like an intercom that's crazy bro so you ended up just dipping right there right yeah i just dipped i left oh my god and like are you religious at all no no i've never been to church i was baptized as a baby though Wow. Yeah. And, like, do you, did that help make you a little bit more of a believer or no? Well, I mean, like, no no matter what, it's like, you know, I always have an open book. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, like, if you believe too much in something, you'll have a closed book. And you don't want a closed book. You always want to keep it open. Right. I don't, I don't say I believe in absolutely nothing because that's also closed in my book. Yeah. So I always keep it open. Would you ever do something like that again? I mean, it just depends on what it is. Wow. 
<laughs> it just depends. Obviously, I wouldn't want to follow through with it. What was your brother thinking when this was all happening? Oh, he didn't care. He didn't care either? Yeah. Is, is, is Reggie the same way? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Something's in the Weber blood, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we always have an open book, you know? Yeah. So had you have not gotten that ranger to tell you to leave, do you think you would have continued forth with it? Nah, I heard the footsteps, bro. I was not going back. That was yeah. the moment that I changed moment. my mind. Oh, shit. Yeah, like, and if it wasn't the devil, dude, it was a bobcat, and it was about to kill me. <laughs> either way, it wasn't good. Yeah, so, no, either way. Hey, guys, warning. This next part of the podcast is going to get a bit gruesome, so you've been warned. If you want to skip that part, just skip 10 minutes. I've seen you got on, like, on the dark web, and you've ordered things like that. Like, how's the process on that? Because yeah. I've, like, always wondered how so, to get onto it. So it's, like, not the dark web. It's, okay. uh, it's called dark memorabilia, though. Oh, okay. Mm. So, actually, the dark web, I've heard that the dark web is actually, like, 80% just, like, like broken links. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's mostly things that just don't usually work. Right. And I don't even know, like, how much of it you, you could act, like, how much crazy stuff is actually on it. Yeah. Right. I feel like you have to, like, really know how to access everything yeah. and know exactly where you're trying to go to get onto that stuff. Yeah, yeah I've always well, been intrigued by that. It's kind of weird. Yeah, yeah. Also... I wouldn't even like get on it because yeah. I'm pretty sure the moment that you uh, get on it, you're on the FBI watch list. Oh, really? Uh, yeah. I didn't think about that. I think I'm already on it. You think? Yeah, because like I buy like serial killer memorabilia for yeah. my videos, and like I'm like on Reddit a lot, and like not many people know uh, like this about me, but like I have like morbid fascinations. Like I literally like love like like looking into serial killers and like everything, uh-huh. like crime scene things, like. I know I'm on the FBI watch list. Have you ever been to the the Museum of Death in LA? Yeah, I've been like four times. Wow, yeah. you crazy. Yeah, you could, yeah, that just doesn't sicken you out or anything. No, actually, um, it intrigues you. I follow this page. Um, yeah, no, no. I mean, I, I I don't have really any thought. It's just like interesting. Yeah, I follow this page called I Bleach. And what's it called? I like I bleach. I bleach. Uh-huh. It's like bleach without the A. Okay. And like it's literally just like disgusting photos. Like it'll be someone like that got their wedding ring like ripped off and their entire skin of their finger. Oh, off. oh god. And like there's a lot of like very like morbid like like could be death or anything. There's like it's just there's no limits. It also is like a reminder that it's death. Like a lot of people like you know kind of push that mm-hmm. idea away and like make it so it's something that, like, doesn't really exist. Yeah. But in reality, it's, like, happening all the time around us. And, like, for me, like, it, like, makes me a little more comfortable versus, like, you know, like, pushing that idea away. Like, it just doesn't exist. And then, like, something, like, you know, could happen. It just hits you versus, like, you know, I'm like, okay, this is very real. And this is something that happens a lot. Yeah. 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 Have you seen that, not the trend, but have you seen that, those people on TikTok that show, like, the cleaning up the murder scenes? Yeah. Oh, that stuff's crazy. They like they film the whole thing and they're like would, in. Would you hotel ever be rooms. able to do that? I don't think I could. I think that uh, that'd I'd, be sick. Um, I have a problem with smells. Uh. I I could watch like any any kind of video. I can't watch like bones breaking. Yeah. Or like like or hear it cuts or anything like that. I, I I can't actually watch any video. Like I could see a picture. Yeah. Picture. Like <laughs> like videos are. I hate videos. Yeah. Yeah, remember um, that website, Rotten.com? Oh, my. Oh, my God. I have a T-shirt. I just got a T-shirt. You're lying. A Rotten.com merch T-shirt. Oh, it's that's vintage. Sick. It was like 200 bucks. Really? Have you ever been on the website? No. Oh, dude, calm. we went on the website. Well, we, we were kind of... We were forced. We were forced to look at it by our... By someone. Sperm donor. Yeah. Um, that we don't talk to anymore, but he... We were, like, literally six years old, and he would p- pull up this website and show us all this shit. We yeah. would see like a person yeah. who got decapitated by with a helicopter. helicopter. People like hanging themselves. Yeah. Like, you'd see it all, and they'd be like crime scene photos. Oh of my yeah, god! Two photos I remember. One was this kid that ate like a the, the stuffing of a beanbag, like the little balls, and in their stomach it like blew them up because it absorbed all their liquid, and they like popped. And it's like the photo of like the kid. Like I don't know how old it could have been. Like a young adult popped open with all the stuff everywhere. Yeah. Another one was that weightlifter. Do you remember that photo? I don't. I it was don't. like a weightlifter squatting. It was so much weight that he like shit out his intestines. Oh my god. And it's like a photo of all the. Oh, ad- oh yeah. Like, there is some bad stuff on this site, yeah. bro. I, I so I've never heard of the site before. I've recently heard about it, and I started deep researching uh-huh. into it. And that's why I got a T-shirt from it. Like it's like an old vintage T-shirt uh-huh. for like two hundred bucks, and it says Rotten.com on the front. That's it's awesome. crazy. But like, dude, I like uh, while I was doing research, like it was this was one of like the first gore websites, and 
people like the government was trying to take it down because like this was the first of its kind like, uh-huh. you can't do that you can't you can't do this they're freaking out and there was like this page called the deadpool where people would like place bets on like who was going to die that year like a famous person right? really oh, like, wow. oh betty betty white she's gonna die in 2004 and it's like if they, they they win if they guess it right but all these people are placing bets on death yeah i mean i remember looking at that stuff and just being disgusted but i didn't even know that the site wasn't there i never checked again because i yeah. never wanted yeah, to see it, it it closed down like 2016 oh, oh wow. wow i was out there for that long now yeah because we saw that like what in 2005 yeah six? it first oh, came wow. up in like 1996 yeah yeah people oh, were freaking out like, though so many bad memories people were freaking out it's the first of its kind they didn't know what to do yeah i don't even know how that per- like whoever ran that site how they had access to all those photos because that stuff was like it was like nothing you could even like try to search I, up. I think it was like self uploads like people would upload it themselves oh my god yeah yeah um anyone listening don't ever try to find a site like this <laughs> you trust me oh yeah no don't yeah, yeah. don't unless you don't care you know but it's like pretty scarring right <laughs> you never got to see it though no i never oh did oh my god never did but I just think it's, like, just so dark and crazy yeah. that it's, like, buying this shirt is, like, damn. Yeah. And then so now you're doing, like, the the serial killer stuff, right? Yeah. And has that been doing good? Yeah. I try to I try to only buy items from serial killers that are dead because I don't want anyone to come kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I could be, like, talking about some dude and he's, like, out and free. Yeah. And, like, I'm his next victim. You know so what I'm saying? So how, like, uh, are those the genuine items that you're buying? Yeah. Everyone thinks, like, a lot of, not everyone, a lot of people think they're fake. But it's, like, like I was saying earlier, it's, like, also, like, the idea of, like, the book. You know, you always got to keep it open. Like, right. someone will see that and they'll, like, be like, oh, that has to be fake. But a lot of killers um in jail will like they'll write letters they'll paint mm-hmm. and they'll they'll ship them out and people will sell them so there's a lot of paintings out there there's a lot of letters there's a lot of signatures before they were caught their house goes into like an estate sale where all their stuff gets sold people will like grab onto that and they'll sell that so everyone has a lot of things going around so there's like a whole market of people that like to just like buy this kind of stuff yeah i only like to buy it for the video right. like i'm not trying to hang up <laughs> yeah. a charles manson picture right you know? <laughs> what do you think happens when you die i just like to hear different what people's thoughts so for me like i when i was a little kid i used to think that it was just blackness for eternity mm-hmm. like it would just be me but i just it was just black all the time forever Mm -hmm. and that was terrifying yeah but you know as i got older now i'm you know i'm just like like i said like i'm open to everything if anyone asks me usually like what happens when i die i usually just say i don't know because you know i do think that there's an equal chance of any idea right or what would you hope what would happen like what would be ideal i mean i mean like you know heaven of course i think you know that's why a lot of people are religious because like that's honestly like the best idea to think of but you know kind of in my what's chilling in my mind is that you know after i die it's just like it's not like just blackness forever it's like before you're born there's just nothing like there's no existence right like people think that there's just like black forever but it's like you know it wasn't it it wasn't black forever before you're born that's true it just didn't exist but also i do like to think like that sometimes because instead of like you know thinking of the greater of the like the greater the the amazingness of the afterlife I'm over here like, well, if there is no afterlife, I'm going to make the best of what I have right here. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I mean, that point that you brought up about how not realizing that like there's anything before, right? Before you're born. But what if, this is just a thought, what if there was something before, but we just get our minds wiped when we're, when we're born? Well, yeah, our brains are like the size of a pea. Yeah, <laughs> so like, I don't know. That, that's a crazy topic. I would like to hear what the people think. So maybe comment that down below what you guys think if you're watching this on YouTube. Yeah. Because that's it's such an interesting topic to me, you know, just yeah. because it's so unknown and no one knows anything about it that it's just interesting. I also like sometimes like I'll think of like if there's like multiple realities, like sometimes I'll be driving and let's say like I almost like hit something. I uh-huh. swerved. I was like, wow, what if there was another reality where I hit that? Yeah. Oh, I think of that all the time. Like, you know, like, yeah, multiple dimensions. Yeah. Yeah. I think. Well, I think that that is a thing. And I think it's like proven and, and like uh Whatever, but, physics or something. So, yeah. No, no, I definitely believe it. But this is like an idea that I've always like thought in my uh-huh. head. So let's say let's say that you're like driving and like something happened and like like you hit something and you die. Mm-hmm. But like so that reality like that you're in, like that like world, like that happened. Mm-hmm. And like everyone around you knows about it. 
but in your mind, like you can't die. So it's like in, in your world, like you sweat, like you, you swerved it and you're still going. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. in, in your world, in your mind, like who you are, like you're always going and like all these things that could have happened, like they happened and it, it happened, but you're still going. It's like right. the world that it happened in, it's, it, it happened. ends in that world. Yeah. Like a yeah. new, and a, a new, a new like split in time opens. space yeah. happens and it just keeps going. That very much is, I, I kind of think that too. And I also did this uh, study on this guy. He studied quantum physics and quantum jumping, which is like basically being able to jump from one parallel universe to another. So like how you were explaining that would be like, it would be like in a deep meditation state where he could jump to a, a different realm of where he is a professional pian- pianist and knows how to play the piano. And he would go to this other realm and then his version, the other version of him would teach him how to play the piano. Cause he was like 60 or 70 years old and he was learning new things like just randomly at like, and you know the saying, you can't teach an old dog new tricks. Yeah. Well, he was disproving that with his quantum jumping theory. And, uh, it's the theory is still out there and he has like a whole class on how to do it. But it was so interesting to me on that because he was like literally jumping to other parallel universes. That's nuts. That's crazy. <laughs> I literally think that like meditation is like meditation is like the window to what we don't know. Yeah. Because I think I think we're programmed in this world that we live in right now to like think a certain way or like the foods that we eat cause us to think a certain way. Oh yeah. And I, when I call it a condition, the conditioned world. Yeah. It's like you'll go to a park. You know, park is meant for nature. Right. And it's like you don't walk through the grass. You walk on the sidewalk by the park. Right. It's like, why are you even going to the park? Yeah. Walk in the grass and like feel it. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like everything we do, everything we do, it's like a little conditioned. It's like I, in, in my backyard, I got like a waterfall, like, you know, like the pool, waterfall yeah. pool mm-hmm. thing. And it's just like, it's not a real waterfall that's made out of plastic to right. look like a real beautiful waterfall. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like when you're, when you're meditating, you're able to like separate from the condition world and yeah. that's like really where you could you know f- qu- yeah yeah Bert Goldman thank you Steve over there his name is Bert Goldman if you guys want to look up his uh, quantum jumping uh, theory but no what I was saying is is like I feel like when you're meditating it's like the only time where you can truly like really get outside of the condition yeah. world yeah and people have like really done some crazy things because of meditation and stuff especially oh, sure. on psychedelics yeah, no, I've heard a lot about psychedelics and people, you know, doing uh, what's that one called? The one where you a DMT. DMT. That's where I have heard that some crazy stuff happens and like yeah, because like I guess DMT gets released in your brain when you're like right about to die. Yeah, and that's the only time, like right when you're born and right when you die, is when this happens. But yeah. you can actually take it and it can make you like see those crazy things. What like okay? So have you ever seen like one of those psychedelic like spirals? Yeah, like yeah. online, you know, it's just like the. Spiral. Yeah. Those are all inspired by DMT. Like, that's what, like, DMT is. Like, it's like you take it. Like, I've done a lot of research on it. Uh You take it, and then you close your eyes, and you're literally, like, drifting through this 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 colorful crazy spiral yeah and i heard it only lasts like what like um, like a few minutes or something yeah but like it it feels like a lifetime or something well it feels like i think like maybe like an hour or something like that you know it just depends on how much you take but um it'd be interesting to get someone on here that's like a professional of like this knows everything about you know those those psychedelics and just really like learn about it because it's not even like i'm interested in doing it it's more of just i'm interested in the topic of it you should look up terrence and dennis mckenna Okay. They're like these smart, 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 smart dudes. Like literally like, you know, you know how like Einstein was like super smart to like math and all that? Uh Like these guys dedicated their intelligence to psychedelics. Really? So like, you know, they took one for the team and like they dedicated their entire life to it. So these are smart dudes that are, you know, they could have went to like science, math, whatever, but they went to to psychedelics. psychedelics. That's crazy. And also, I also heard this like, the thing about like the the magic mushrooms that that everyone knows about they've been around for so long like they go back into religion and stuff yeah. like if you look at old like religious scrolls and stuff they all like mention the magic mushrooms yeah and now the world that we live in it's it's deemed as such like a bad thing mm-hmm. but i mean i'm not saying it's good or bad but i'm saying it's like it's deemed as this like awful evil drug. Yeah, it has a it, big stigma. A to stigma, it. yeah. So, do you think that there's the higher ups, the government, the whoever is putting that stigma on it because they don't want to awaken our true abilities? I mean, like, uh, think about this: you smoke a cigarette, you know, you don't think any different. You drink, it only makes you think less. Right. 
you if you do psychedelics you you think different right and that's what they don't want you to do the government no. doesn't want you to think outside the box they want you to everyone they want to control everyone's minds i feel like but here this is also what's weird is like how you're mentioning religion uh-huh. the same feelings that people feel on psychedelics is the same feelings that people talk about in a religion right like when someone's on them they'll be like i need to be a better person i need to treat people better i need to you know be nicer i need to be nicer to everyone like this they're like they they feel like this like happiness within like you know when people say like i feel like you know jesus my happiness within when they're doing psychedelics they feel like this like comforting happiness you know so it's it's crazy. There's like a lot, there's like a lot of similarities to those yeah, feelings. Th- it's just it almost makes you think like like why you know what I mean? Like it's 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 just like I feel like we're we're all right now currently stuck in a in a box. Like our mind is in like a glass box and until we finally figure it out like whether it be meditation or maybe through these other methods to yeah. get out of that box, we're not ever really truly living. No. I mean we only scientists have like only explored about five percent of our brains wow yeah that's crazy it's 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 insane our brains are like we don't even know how capable they right. are right and, and it's just like i wonder at what point and what's going to have to happen for someone to be like this is what we can do if we do this and blah blah, blah. you know what i mean like someone to really come out and be like that philosophical guy that's gonna philosophical i don't even know how to say it but <laughs> that guy yeah that guy that's our woman that's gonna just be like look this is how much our brains can do. This is how you do it. And like a whole new world happens, you know? Yeah. I mean, people are so dedicated to like evolving technology and, you know, and all this stuff. But, you know, I feel like no one's really going deep into like how our brain works. Right. No one's talking about that. And what, what about what are your thoughts on the whole words? I mean, the whole like everyone's saying that the coronavirus vaccine is going to have like nano chips and it's for people to control us even more. I don't believe it. You don't believe it? it? I don't believe it in the sense of like, like how, how, how would they control us? And like, what benefit would they get? Well, you if know? you think about it now, like we could be potentially being controlled in a way right now, with just the foods we eat and the, yeah. the things we do, you know, like the conditioning, it's more of just like, I think conditioning in a yeah. way than it is anything else. But I don't know. I, I, I've been seeing some ads recently of people getting chips, like especially in Australia, chips in their hands to unlock doors and like get their bank accounts. Yeah. And it's just like, that just seems a little weird. Like you're combining AI or uh, artificial intelligence and like the human body and DNA and stuff. And I just feel like that's going to be something that's not going to be too good for the world. No, I completely understand that. I think that, but I just like, I, I don't know. You know, it's like they would have put it in the flu shot. You know what I'm saying? Because like they say that like the government is like 10 years ahead of us to what we don't know. Mm-hmm. Like what we think we know about how ahead they are, they're 10 years ahead of that. Yeah. Like they're always 10 years yeah. ahead of what we don't know. But the thing with the flu shot comparatively to the coronavirus, our COVID shot would be is that the COVID is mandatory. You know what I mean? It's going to be mandatory. Everyone has to get vaccinated. The flu shot, you have an option if you want to do it or not. Well, I'm sure it wouldn't be mandatory if you like stayed in your house for the rest of your life. But if you like probably went out to public, then I could see right, that. Right. Like if you're trying to go to restaurants, you're going to have to like prove that you've gotten your thing, your yeah. shot and whatnot. I don't know. I, I feel like we really are in an interesting time in the world right now. Like yeah. things are like pot, like look at the coronavirus in general. Like no one would have ever thought in our lives we'd be stuck at home for eight months, months on end. I mean, I think we're lucky. I think <laughs> I think we're lucky because I, I honestly compared to what could be happening. You yeah, know, I mean, I think Corona's like really subtle, like really, really small for like something so traumatic. You know, right. it's like we could get hit by a meteor. We could literally get something that couldn't be cured or like what if we got something's like, like you know, a zombie virus like or eating something. our flesh yeah. or something like dude like it's it's just crazy sometimes i'd be laying in my bed like it could this be the last day on earth you know it's like there could be a meteor hit anytime did it, you know that there was one about like a month ago that went right by the earth and scientists didn't even know until it passed us really yeah wow. I, I heard there was going to be like they they've seen one coming like in orbit that's going to be coming like right on election day like or there's like a four percent chance it's going to hit earth on election day wow which is like crazy but wow. i mean there, there's so much that we can get into on this you know like it's it's really limitless and i, I love this conversation but as much as i do we have to queue up our sus caller okay so we have someone who called in and they have a scary story to share so let's listen to it okay hi 
My name is Allison Vanover. I'm from Westland, Michigan. So I'm a witch, and I have experienced many scares in my life. One of the scariest things that ever happened to me was in my office. All of the hangers that were hanged all at once, like, fell to the floor, and it's very hard to get those hangers off of it because the bar that it's hanging on is kind of hooked as well, so it makes it a little difficult to get the hangers off, and they all fell at the same time, slamming to the ground. And then my computer started making this high-pitched noise, and as soon as I walked out of the room, like, okay, I understand, you don't want me in here, I'll leave. I walked out, and the door slammed behind me. I ran into the kitchen, and then I grabbed my sage. As soon as I grabbed the sage and I walked back into the, like, hallway to get to the uh, office, and the door was wide open. Like, I witnessed this slam shut. My boyfriend was on the phone with me. He can testify that it slammed shut because he heard it. Another scary story that has happened to me was I was doing the dishes. I don't know, I felt like somebody was watching me, so I happened to look up and out the window, and there was this tall, shadowy, black figure leaning, like, ready to lunge at me and attack, looking at me through the window. And there's a lot more, but I don't think I can fit it all into one call. Bye. Wow. What, wow. Are, what are your guys' thoughts on that? Well, my first initial thought is she started it off with, I'm a witch. So in my head, I'm thinking she must have, like, tried to dabble in witchcraft to consider right. herself a witch and not just be haunted, you know? I love that. Yeah, but that's epic. Yeah, that's that's crazy because I feel like if you say you're like a witch, you definitely do dabble in the dark magic. Yeah. I feel like I think it's super cool because it's like Go ahead. It's <laughs> witches are people who like manifest things the most. Yeah, you know, because if they're believing everything, like I'm gonna have a good day, I'm gonna have a good day today because like I'm putting this here. You know, they're like the ultimate manifestors. Back in the day, witches were you know stoned to death. Like mm-hmm. that. The, you, now it's just like you, anyone could be a witch if they want. And most of them weren't even witches, right? Like think yeah. about a time like that. Growing up in like Salem during the Salem witch trials and just being accused. All it would have to be is just an accused. Like someone has to just be like, "She's a witch," and you're getting stoned to death. It's terrible. There's no explaining. There's it's no terrible. nothing. I mean, honestly, I I wish that girl the best. I hope uh, nothing happens to her because uh, if I saw. a dark scary figure staring at me wanting to lunge I'd be pretty scared yeah keep that sage by you yeah, yeah keep saging carry your crystals and be safe other than that man Jake Weber thank you for coming on do you have anything you would like to share before like that you have coming up or that you want to promote this is your chance man not really man I'm just I'm just out here chilling I'm just happy chilling. to be here man I don't I, I the only thing I want to talk about is sus Yes, sir. <laughs> Where can the people find you if they don't know you right now? Jake Weber 9 on everything. Go give him a follow. Go check out his YouTube videos. Yeah. They're absolutely insane. Other than that, man, thank you for coming on the show. We really do appreciate it. Thanks for having thank me, Of man. course, man. Love your smile. You're a happy guy all the time. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's it for Sus, guys. Thank you for watching. Stay sus. Peace. Thanks for listening to Sus. Share your scare. Make sure to subscribe and check back every Wednesday for new episodes. And don't forget to tell your friends. Follow all of our social media links at shareyourscare.com. We're going to be doing tons of giveaways, but only for our most active fans. If you have a scare of your own that you want to share, leave us a voicemail. Our number is 626-275-8695. Or if you just want to shoot us an email, our email is shareyourscarepod at gmail.com. And that's spelled with a U-R. Until next Wednesday, stay sus. Stay sus.